in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. I got the keys ready to come in and you know, come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be in Yay! Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I guarantee you blows the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic forum. Assemble. You listen to All Games Radio. There's Fantastic Forum. I'm not sure uh, if our audio is working. <laughs> According, I didn't hear. I didn't hear the song at all. Well, you don't usually hear the song on my when I stream. So that's and not... the audio usually doesn't work when you stream either. So well, there you go. So two for two. We're hitting on all cylinders. Welcome to Fantastic Forum, your live weekly show about comic books. Uh so it looks like Terry Claus hearing something. The theme's low. I don't know if if they can hear our voices. Our voices do they sound okay? Because if they sound okay, Terry Claus, we're gonna. We're going to go ahead and uh, just keep going. So, yeah. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Like I said, your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. Yeah, the usual suspects in the building to my left. He is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? On Skype, he is our intrepid cub reporter. Actually, we, we promoted him, senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He is, in fact, our resident Dark Knight detective all the way from, well, actually, yeah, look, I was going to say, you're not like, I was going to say from the frozen North Dakota, but you're not there anymore. You're in the weird town that I can't pronounce. I haven't been there in like yeah. seven or eight months now. No, has it been that long already? Yeah, well, I started, yeah. to, I came back in uh, May, started working there at, in June. Wow. Yeah. I mean, trust me, it's like before I said it, I realized that it was wrong. But I was just like, yeah. What's the name of your town again, Nas? Moline. Yeah, see? The weird name. Moline. It's not that weird. I think, 
I think I moved back for Mo's birthday too. What? <laughs> like for my birthday, he moved. He moved houses. Oh, gotcha. It's Oz. Like, the name of the town shouldn't be that weird. Just think of somebody's sister cousin's name. Somebody's sister's cousin's name? No, 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 no. Sister cousin. Oh. Mm. Okay. Got it. And last See, but not this least. is why I just say Chicago. Right. And uh, the other voice you hear. The backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. Our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? My name's Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. But uh, you know, sometimes you you just you shouldn't just call. Just don't call at all. I'll just I'll just show up. I'll be there. Don't worry. This is Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Because we're going to talk about all types of interesting tidbits in the news, in the world of comics, and beyond. What, you say? What, you ask? You're going to have to listen and find out. It's going to be awesome, though. Should be, it should be a, a, really, uh, a, really, a really good show. But anyway, uh, before we get started, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio network and of course you the all games community for allowing us this time equipment opportunity ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much which are comic books and we'd like to thank our sponsor jeffrey's comics jeffrey's is la's and south bay's best comic book store you can get all your comic book needs met at jeffrey's comics give them a call at 310-538-3198 they will go ahead and pick up the phone and they will send comics anywhere in the continental U.S. with a low, low flat rate of $5. So just uh, give them a call. Tell them Fantastic Forum sent you. They'll be happy to hear from you, even though they don't know who you are yet. So, uh, yeah. If you want to get. Who we are, by that matter. <laughs> if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, there's a few different ways to do it. You can uh, jump on Skype. You can do that. That happens. Uh, hit the green button. Well, actually. Add Fantastic Forum to your contacts if you haven't done that yet. Hit the green button, and you'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, you can also give us a call. Turns out we have a number. Um, what's our number, Mo? Oh, yeah. you don't remember the number, but you remember uh, who remembers now. Now, yes. They're, like, it's a three call, two three. We call that progress. <laughs> two five zero zero seven two zero. Thank you, Moses. And uh, you can always jump into chat, chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat, where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. Uh, such as, let's see, uh, Hecht says, I didn't hear the theme because I was watching the Disco World Championships 1980, but I hear you guys. I'm glad to hear that, Hecht. I'm glad to hear that. Disco World Championships. Like 1980? Yeah. I, it's like one of those things where I'm kind of like, do you still say, like, like if people, like, is that one of your claims to fame still? Like, does, does anybody that's won the Disco World Championships say to somebody else, I won the Disco World Championships without it, like, coming up in conversation? Like, 
if the conversation doesn't naturally seg towards disco, is that something that you just keep in your back pocket? Like, I'll never mention this. No, you you mention it. Yeah. Yeah, like if you have a trophy, like you display the trophy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's healthy to acknowledge and be proud of your accomplishments, no matter how little they might be. Like sometimes I still rock my high school ring, my class ring. Yeah, but your high school's still there. <laughs> Disco's not. Oh, that doesn't matter. Doesn't it? No, because some people's school isn't there anymore. Yeah, that's true. I bet you those people don't wear their jackets or rings. My though. my college doesn't exist. I still put up my diploma. Yeah, yeah. you got a job based on that diploma. Because totally he held... unrelated, totally unrelated field, but yeah. <laughs> hey, all they care is that you can show up and do what you're told. That's what the diploma means. What school yeah. did you go to that disappeared, Oz? ITT Tech. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that is gone. You're right. You're right. Anyway. But my debt is still there. <laughs> <laughs> if the school leaves, the debt should leave. That's how I feel. That's that's not how the government feels. Right. Darn government. Anyway, welcome to Fantastic Forum. You know, uh you know what I wanted to ask you about, Mo? Yes. Um and I, forgive me if I asked you this already. Did you start playing Battle Chasers? Hmm. <laughs> Did I ask that already? Moving right along. So we have a great show for you today. <laughs> what happened? Larry. <laughs> I forgot. Do you remember, Joe? Yeah, you like, talked we... about it. Was that last week? You, had a, you guys a had a whole times. conversation about how it's delayed on the Switch. Yeah. No, I remember that, but Mo didn't buy it on the Switch. There was, there was, he posted a picture of his copy of it. Yeah. What? And then on top of that, um, we talked about how I was gonna try to um, record with Game DVR my playthrough so we could put it on our on our YouTube channel. <laughs> He talked about how strange it was because the game didn't con- like connect with the end of the books. Right. It, it like happens in between. Well, so far at least, they're like on a mission in the books, and then in the game they get attacked by airship pirates. So then they fall onto an island that's within that world, and eventually they have to get back in the air and continue the mission that they're on in the comics. So oh. where. We when they said that it would tie into the comics and it would be bookends, they meant the comics were bookends to the game, not that way around, not the other way around. I mistook it to see, to think that the game was gonna put a conclusion, to the and series. it still might. I haven't got there yet, but uh, to the comic series, you know. So now actually, I have to go back and read all the comics to make sure I didn't read something. On, uh, you know, I didn't read something ahead of the game. You know what I mean? And we had all this conversation. Yeah, and also, Larry, are you sure I was uh, there? Forgive, forgive me if I've asked you this before, but are you caught up on Rick and Morty? Uh, I actually am. 
Oh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, you saw the... <laughs> did, wait, so you saw the porn already? The porn? The Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty porn. porn. What is the Rick and Morty porn? What are you guys Oh, about? see, you never watch stuff for this show. It's What are you oh, talking God. about? <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't know. Never going to be caught up. There's a Rick and Morty porn. I'm not watching Rick and Morty porn. It's not Rick no. and Morty fucking. It doesn't matter. Like, who is it fucking? <laughs> Does it matter? Half the cast Rick are children. And... Yeah. Rick is, well, this, is, mean, if this the is the Morty children, from the dimension where he's, he's of age. Wait, what? what is Ozzy? Say that again, Oz. This this is uh it takes place in the dimension where Morty is of age. That's fucking lame. That's a cop and he's, out. he's That's also bullshit. the horniest Morty. Are you serious? Are you guys serious that this is all I, I haven't seen it, but the, the, it it it's there. And in the cover there's a picture of of uh Rick or I guess he's Dick and uh some blue alien chick. Okay, I don't I, need. To I'm see just gonna that. assume it's it's uh, what was her name? You know, Matrix. You know, Meg. You know, something. What was that chick's name? Mo, you know. I don't know her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she was blue, right? The whole planet. Well, no, I she guess wasn't she blue. technically she's energy, but yeah, but the hive mind. Oh, like that. That, was that good technically could have been the porno right there. Like they yeah. could have just added extra scenes. That's true. <laughs> That is that. That would be actually a a worthwhile porn movie. I'm I'm mad at Hecht. Hecht, Hecht asked the question too about whether I'm caught up with Rick and Morty, and then when I give the answer, he's like, "Well, wait a minute. Like you guys have been time to watch this show. I like the show, but I only have so much time. I take the time to make sure I catch up, and then you guys start talking about pornography and telling me I didn't catch up. It's like, why don't we just well, talk no, about the show? I mean." If you watched all the episodes, but we moved on. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, good. We're gonna you. try Battle Chasers now. You're hilarious. <laughs> Have you heard it came out already? Yeah. Not Did for, I ask that not, already? Not for Switch. Heck, heck, the chat says I almost ended up at a ITT Tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heck says oh, the Rick and Morty porn cannon. Is the Rick and Morty porn canon? I guess it has to be, right? Just alternate universe. Yeah. Like in the count in the Council of or the Citadel. Well, I guess the Citadel of Ricks. Yeah, there there might be porn Morty and porn Rick. Look, next, next season they'll probably they'll probably show it. Yeah. By the way, uh, Flash Council of Wells, hilarious. Hey, that was that was actually really good. I like. I that. haven't seen that. Yeah, Council of that, Wells. That was dude funny. is is good. He I is. don't like it already. Why don't you like it? Well, cause it now it's derivative. Well, yeah, but only it's only been done it's like not, what, two like two or three it's times. It's not even it, it's not even like the same thing. It's just they needed more more people to help solve a problem, so he dials up other wells from other dimensions and Cisco just calls them the Council of Wells. Yeah, yeah it's still... It's not that big of a deal. If you see it, you'll like it. It's just funny. Yeah. 
but that that guy is good. Like he can do, he does so much. And he's, he's British. He's English. I believe so. Man, that's crazy. He's been he's been so many characters and yet the same guy. Right. Right. Like I love that Wells that was like Hugh Hefner mixed with Matthew McConaughey. Like that's amazing. Like I don't who does that. I love it. Yeah, but then even regular Wells, like after he shows everybody his junk, and Cisco's like, "Oh, I, I think it's burned in my brain." He's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> in that creepy, condescending voice he does. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, that show's good. People, people should be on that show. Yeah, but yeah, Larry, you don't remember me talking about Battle Chasers? Look, I don't remember us talking. About, I remember us talking about. You know, you you having it and it being delayed on the Switch. I remember that. I don't remember us having a conversation about, like, the gameplay. And if you liked it or not. I don't remember that at all. And mm. if that if that happened, then it's like, it's crazy. Cause normally, I think you weren't here. Okay. Th- that would make a lot of sense. Cause I, I just didn't want to say that. I feel, you know, because... That's an easy cop out for you. I feel like I feel like if we had had an in depth conversation about Battle Chasers as a game, I would have remembered that because I want to know more about it. Especially considering, like, here's the messed up part: when the Switch version got delayed, which you know was supposed to come out the same time as everybody else, all the other console versions. Well, it was actually supposed to come out first. It technically was. You're right, and they got pushed back, and then they they did a release all together. Then they're like, actually, the Switch version got delayed, but it'll be right behind the other ones. And I believe that just because I figured, well, they've been working on the Switch one for I don't know how long, right? And it's not like the Switch is like, you know, it's not like how the Wii was where it's like the architecture is all completely different or anything like that. It's like, okay, like, like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And sure enough, man, here we are. Which, which I guess technically we're only talking about like a month and a half difference at this point, but but in game in game time that's yeah exactly that's a lot like you could have almost started a second playthrough exactly like if you're especially if you're... it's a it's it's a turn based RPG with like cartoon cinematics right it's not it's not yeah it's you not should be able to like change like a few lines of code and port it into anything. It, it literally, it's like fucking, what the, what's that one that everybody was playing like 10, 15 years ago? That um, honey... Fantasy 7? No, Honey something. Honey oh, something. Maple Story. That's hilarious. Maple Story. <laughs> honey something. What the hell is Maple Story? It's a game that a lot of people were playing, yeah. and it was totally not, it was a fun game, Yeah. but it wasn't super complex and it was on other shit you know like other shit that we've seen already years before so it was easy to maintain on a server online at that time yeah i guess nowadays i guess i would call it like like what minecraft is yeah it's it's like an animal crossing isn't it what a maple story yeah i never played animal crossing Oh, okay. but even still, like, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I guess the the reason I make the comparison for for uh, 
Minecraft is because it's not like it's not crazy graphics or crazy infrastructure within the game or framework, you know? Right. Right. It's basically just stuff you've done before, just presented in a different way, like a Sims. Right. With less code. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's how um like the world map on Battle Chasers, Larry, is like Super Mario Brothers three kinda. Right. Yeah. With high depth, you know? Yeah. You started playing it already? No, no. I just I've seen videos. I I can't I haven't bought it on any other system and it hasn't come out. I want I want it for the Switch. When does it come out for the Switch? Who knows? Right. (laughs) When issue eleven comes out. When issue eleven I thought the funny thing was I thought the comic the or the game was supposed to launch with the comics. Nah. Oh, you know what? I, I don't even remember that, but I kind of that's what the Kickstarter that. said back in the day. I remember that. Yeah. Look, I at this point I'm not even like. I know any kind of anger I have towards Joe Mad right is now just exaggerated because. I don't give a fuck about him, his work. I don't give a fuck about his daughters. I don't give a fuck about his personal life. Like, I got something for Battle Chasers to kind of tide me through, and now I don't expect him to do anything else for another 40 years. I'm going to start calling you Momad. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, it, it, it's some bullshit. It's like, first of all, he creates something awesome. Now, you know what? He might be God. Wait, what? Why? How do we get? How, what's this jumping logic that you've just done? It's the done? same thing. Like he created something awesome. Everybody's trying to get a hold of it. Everybody's trying to do their thing with it. Everybody's trying to enjoy it and, and love it. And then he just abandons it and leaves it all to fend for itself and just forgets about it. And now everybody's like, oh, they, you know, no, we're not starting wars over battle chasers yet. But, you know. I love how you put the yet in there. Like, oh, yeah. It could happen. You should you should get with Joe and find out how he's dealt with, with Liefelds. Well, you know what? They're from the same era of comics. You know? Like, that's just how comics were done back then. You know? That's the fuck you era. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what? I'm, I'm not even mad at, at Liefeld like that. Like Joe is. Because Liefeld, you know... She, you know, Joe Mad, Joe Mad created some stuff for X Men, but nobody's trying to make no action figure of what he did, and nobody's trying to make a cosplay, uh, an elaborate cosplay costume out of what Joe Mad created for X Men. You know what I mean? That's not true. Like Joe Name Mad, one. Joe Mad made Blink. People love and, Blink. Like Blink's had at least two action figures and she's like people dress up as her link is not fucking cable or deadpool wait wait wait. first of all that's not what the criterion we were just saying right you were just saying do people dress up as a character he created or if it didn't if it didn't come if it didn't come across that way i apologize my point in in the differentiation was how busy uh liefeld is gotcha and it's because his characters are and don't get me wrong. Now, You're you right. Know? Like Deadpool and, and Cable are much more iconic than Blink and like Holocaust and like 
some of those people. Right. Uh, you know, but and, and they 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 hold their own in a way. Like I mean, I'm just saying, like in I mean, a Blink, way. Blink made the cut for the gifted TV show. Like that says something about the character. Well, we'll see when the, the look. It's a little too soon. <laughs> we don't know if that show's gonna last. It's gonna last. It's a good show. Um, yeah, but yeah, basically, like, life is busy. Gotcha. Fucking Joe Bad hasn't been busy since since he used to draw the covers for PSM. I I do really, like, it would really, I would like to know what he's doing. And, like, what Airship Syndicate is doing. Like, just, like, what are his days filled with? Because, and I'm not saying, like, oh, hey, you gotta do battle chasers but at the same time you said you would Look, so he he actually employs a dude over at airship syndicate that is probably like i guess you could see how he's his protege but he's like the joe mad for a new age for this modern age and that dude's like not doing nothing but tw- t- you know Sketching st- stuff on napkins because I don't know what they're doing over at Airship Syndicate. <laughs> you know, That's like funny. this dude could be creating a, a cool ass comic, and he might even finish it. Yeah. You no, know, big shout out to Jovarine on Instagram. Jovarine? Yeah. Is that his name or is that like That's Joe his Instagram? Wolverine? Well, that's his Instagram name, but I guess it's an amalgamation of the two things. Gotcha. But he draws amazing stuff on like with like a crayon and a grease pencil. That's cool. That's like, well, may he's how he's how I found out about the the Battle Chasers game. Oh, really? I didn't, and at the time, I just followed him because I liked his art. I didn't know he was working on it. Like he's like the the animator or some shit. You know? Gotcha. So he's like, yeah, Battle Chase is coming out. He's so stoked. And I'm like, man, this shit's never coming out. <laughs> you talking nonsense. Yeah. But he had more information than I did. Uh, Dungeon Busters in chat says, uh, I want to try Battle Chasers at one point. It looks like, uh, it looks neat. Speaking of mad, looking forward to Darksiders 3 next year. He's not working on the game, but he did flesh out character designs for the main character, Fury. So, I mean, Dungeon Busters, don't get your hopes up. I keep speaking to him, plural, I'm sorry. It's the bourbon. Um, <laughs> don't get your hopes up for Battle Chasers. The shit's great. It, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It really doesn't. I mean, if you put it in between two issues, that kind of makes it like it can't. Oh, have I thought he was conflict. talking about the comics. Oh, oh, the oh, the comics. Yeah. Oh, no, he's talking about uh, the, the game, game. The game play play the shit out of the game. It's a fun game. Uh, it, it's definitely like every the trend now is for everything to be like it was back in the day. Right. So you're gonna love it. That it, it came out at the perfect time because you know people want turn-based rpgs and and sprites you know like it turn they just do higher high def sprites you know right yeah there's nothing like there's very few games that are like innovative like that and then i'm not playing those yeah <laughs> like the what like the games that are like really innovative in like the gameplay and graphics uh-huh. and mechanics 
and I'm not even playing those. Yeah. Mm. Like you don't want and, to play those? I mean, I I would, but I, I don't have time to like devote to it. Got you. And get into it. So these old school type games, like I literally like, I had a bunch of money in my Xbox account, mm-hmm. and I was at work, and I didn't feel like watching anything. I felt like playing something, so I just bought Symphony of the Night again. Oh wow! Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I had fun. I played it for a good 45 minutes, and I forgot about how it's kind of RPG-ish in a way, where if you go to a certain down a certain doorway, mm-hmm. like you're not leveled up yet enough for it. Yeah. And then I got stuck. So, but it's like that's something you see now, like in Fallout 4, particularly. I had that same issue, and I'm like, man. So when I felt it with with uh, Castlevania, mm-hmm. I was like, man, this game was ahead of its time. <laughs> but, yeah. It's funny. As yeah. far as the comics go, yeah, it, it doesn't go anywhere. Just buy Just look at art of it online. Don't bother reading <laughs> the it. Art, the art of Battle Chasers. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what bourbon are you drinking? Oh, <laughs> um, I was looking for this one that that admittedly is a bootlegger, like through prohibition, like he bootlegged. He went to jail seven times, and uh, and they didn't have it, so I just got Jim Beam. Oh no, that's good. Jim Beam's like bang for your buck, man. It, yeah, it's a clean, sweet tasting bourbon. Without the clean, sweet taste and price, yeah. Jim Jim Beam is definitely underrated. Yeah, I actually everybody's all like you know tries to be, uh, especially in metal, they try to be oh I'm a black label for life, so they go, you know, Jack Daniels. But a Jim Beam, regular Jim, Jim Beam beats regular Jack Daniels like probably three to one in my opinion. But I just bought. I literally just yesterday I, I just bought Jim Beam Black and it's only like two bucks oh, above yeah, regular. Yeah, I, I was about to say the like Jim Beam, Jim Beam Black is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Devil's Cut if you can get a hold of that Devil's Cut's delicious too. Dude, Devil's Cut's the best. Yeah, and that like I put Devil's Cut like I put it up against you know like you know any high end bourbon and mm-hmm. it'll make the cut and. The price, like that, shit goes on sale half the time. Yeah, people, like people, I think they might have taken off the shelf. Like people weren't gravitating. Like I, something about buying a big bottle of liquor and the devil. Like yeah, they're afraid of it because you know they're afraid it's gonna bring out the devil in them. But I was gonna say you can't you can't just go to a store and get Jim Beam's Devil's Cut. You have to go to like a Bevmo. Well, no, I used to get it at Ralph's and Food for Less. Really? Food for less? Yeah. Jim Beam's like they had it on sale for like fourteen ninety nine, for mm. like the, the, you know, 750 milliliters. Nah, no, the other one, the, the, the one below 750 milliliters. Gotcha. All right. Enough bourbon talk. You guys are making me thirsty. <laughs> um, so uh, let's, let's get the friggin' like semi-political stuff out the way okay 
uh, Eddie Braganza out from uh, see Look, Larry. Yeah. You don't remember this. Uh-oh, what don't I remember? But we talked about Eddie Braganza about two years ago. About him? Uh, like, the sexual harassment shit. Really? Yeah. I sure don't and, remember that. Yeah. And I wish I could go back and, and... I mean, maybe I'll comb through the archives and see see what's up, but... Like, they talked about it, and then back then, it might have been more than two years. Because I know I had a different view about it, like, where it's like, oh, these bitches just accusing this dude, you know? But the environment today... Like, th- first of all, there wasn't an investigation on Eddie Berganza. They just dismissed the claims. You know back, what I mean? Back in the day. Yeah, like uh-huh. four, anywhere between two and four years ago. I don't know. I don't know exactly. The they were just, just like remember. Eddie. Eddie said he didn't do that. These chicks are lying. We're done. So he's been working straight through. And now, oh well, yeah. Remind Larry as a producer. Remind me to make a note about how how Eddie Braganza can make somebody rich. Okay. But that'll be after this thing. But now, because of the current climate, it's just the reaction is like automatically fired. We don't want that stank. So, like, I, I call bullshit on DC for firing him now mm-hmm. and not firing him back in the day. Right. Like, why? You know? What? What's the difference between now and then? And all it is is optics. It, it's really just the 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 that stink. This is the new. Mm-hmm. You know, every couple of years, there's this thing that everybody, you know, with, with Kramer, the N-word. So whenever or, or it, like Kramer and Mel Gibson happened around similar time, the N-word was the thing. Mm-hmm. Now with Weinstein and all this shit, now it's the sexual harassment of the thing. So do you think like this whole wave of, you know, w- women you, not only like being believed in regards to these allegations but also like people acting upon them you feel like that's a phase or is this a like a new day um it's i think it's a little closer to a new day than it is to a phase Uh because it's been an issue that women have been dealing with in the workplace forever since the 60s you know well in the end of the 60s and 70s when they decided to speak up against it. Right. Like the know? reframing but, of things. But yeah. even from the 60s, from the 70s to like the 80s and 90s, they were still dealing with it. It's just some chose to deal with it and some chose to not deal with it, you know? Uh, you know, I'm speaking for women because I'm clearly, I'm a woman. Everyone knows that about um, me. That's just my, that's just how I observe everything that happened. You know, I, I live through... I was at an impressionable age through the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Right. You know, like Monica, Bill Clinton didn't get impeached for Monica Lewinsky, but he he still got to be president. And then we still regard him a good president aside from that. But she hasn't been able to work since that because she's a slut. Yeah, but I mean, Monica Lewinsky is different though, right? No. It's like... She, he was in a position of power, and she was charmed by it, and he took advantage of it. Okay, I mean, you know that that is as simple as that. It's a workplace thing. Like, forget about being the president; it could happen to a manager at Starbucks. Yeah, but then yeah. does it doesn't the context matter in the sense that 
it's not it's all against policy now mind you i'm not saying that right but i'm saying there's some people who you know start off as manager and subordinate and end up having a great relationship getting married you know maybe one of them quits doesn't quit you know it's like nobody's saying that that was like any kind of there was no future in that relationship larry <laughs> like, okay. like you can't okay. even make that that's you being devil's advocate like you know you can't even do that it happens though i mean I'm not, like, it happens but it wasn't happening there well but what, what i'm saying is monica Lewinsky never said that she got harassed right no no she, she didn't she, but she had a, a illicit relationship with the president of the united states there's plenty other women that got harassed by the by clinton no I, i'm not saying that he didn't harass people and, and lord knows no. that you know, look, we even got my, to the point where, my where Bush issue, Larry, uh-huh. is not so much of how it went down uh-huh. as how she's been treated afterwards. Got you. And and that I definitely understand and can get with. Right. Like, like you know, I'm not in that room. I wasn't taking video of her with the cigar. <laughs> she's you know what I mean? she, she's a pariah and he gets to be right. slick and he gets to, like he's still like one of the greatest living presidents we have. Right. 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 So it's it's a it's a bad double standard. I mean, yeah, I, I say it's that. bad because you know, I was raised by a single mother and I have a, a little sister. You know, so <laughs> what? I, it doesn't affect me. I'm a dude that looks white. You know what I mean? <laughs> Word. But I have to put myself. I have to be a little bit empathic to those situations. Oh no, no, of because course. of how I grew up. Of course. Yeah. And you don't want. I mean, here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I, I definitely um, understand, and I think it's it's good that people put themselves, like they think about their family and the po- the possibility of them being put in some one of those situations, and kind of feel like, okay, I should not want that for any woman because that could be right. my mom, my sister, my daughter. You know. But, you know, I mean, I, it, I will say that it would be nice if we would all just be like, hey, it doesn't matter, like, whether you have those connections or not. It's like just as a person. And, and right. And, you know, you're just like, hey, you know what? A woman, just because she's a woman, shouldn't have to be subjected to any kind of unwanted advances. Yeah. Uh, especially if we're talking about, like, at work. It's like, come on, man. We're right. All, we're all here trying to make our living. You know, you don't want to create a hostile work environment. You're already you getting paid sixty percent less than I am. <laughs> As a general rule, you shouldn't be dipping your ink, your pen in company ink anyway. Right. Which I mean, that's that, been that's, that's around forever. That's where uh, all those people that were harassed by Mister Berganza. If you're Spanish, it's even because the first half of his larga, which means penis in Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um. And and, and also, it it sounds like the same word for shame, too. Oh, vergüenza, yeah. Yeah. Um, But really, uh, the liability to protect anybody from sexual harassment, whether they're employed within the company or not, falls on the company. And whatever, the company should take preventative measures to limit their liability for sexual harassment lawsuits. Right. So uh, I don't know how many uh, 
harassment in the work, workplace and sensitivity training classes Eddie Berganza did on um, Warner Brothers Dime. I know I worked for Goodwill and I had to go to two of them a year. I look, I, I literally just did one yesterday. Right. And it, the law says that you have to do uh, one every two years. Yeah. And Goodwill does two a year. Mm-hmm. They are covering their covering their ass. Right. Um. But yeah, basically, like, if they said something and they didn't do, there's there's money to be made there. You know, this lady sued Ralphs because one of the executives got promoted, and everybody on that executive floor had whiskey and cigars on their lunch break to celebrate. But it was a bunch of dudes and one lady, and the dudes got promoted. Everybody's giving each other a, sh- a handshake and a hug. And then when the girl came to do the, or the lady, rather, came to do her handshake and a hug, he held her in too close and kissed her. And she said, oh, don't do that. I'm uncomfortable. And then he went for a second one. What? See? Right. See? So yeah, they do. When, she sued, when she sued Ralph's, she ended up getting $3 million. Yeah, I mean. It- so then. Ralphs appealed it. The second jury gave her $300 million. <laughs> and it's because of, not because of the guy uh, doing it, it's because of how the company handled her claim. Right, right. So the second jury figured, they, they took into account all the past evidence, plus they said, well, they handled this claims, and then they tried to appeal, like, if it doesn't matter her, you know what? Right. They have more liability now. Right. So they, they awarded her $300 million. Right. Yeah, man. And that's what it is. That's why, you know, that's why it's important. And that's why all that training comes because it's like right. your management. It's all liability. Your you know, management. Like you, you should learn from it as, as an employee and as a person. Right. But it is liability. It's all covering your ass. Right. Well, you're right. You're right. But it's crazy, though, because... If that's what it's all been about and what's always been, because not like, you know, sensitivity training is new. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that we're only getting to a point now where this seems like something that can be like potent, you know, because like we all know we've all heard or been privy to a woman making an allegation or multiple women making an allegation and they just get ignored. Yeah. Well, it, what happens is when they make an accusation or an allegation, the environment it creates becomes a little bit retaliatory. It becomes uncomfortable. She's a troublemaker, and sometimes they they just they just want to keep collecting. They don't want to lose their their you know well paying job half the time. You of know? course, right. But then that too. Then there's uh, there's other times where they just take a a payoff because they're not going to get anywhere any any way else. They take the money, and then people assume, ah, she just did it for the money then. Right. She takes, like, a, a settlement or whatnot instead right. of going like through Weinstein, court. Like, Weinstein settled with a bunch of the women, you know, so people assume, wow, well, she probably just did it for the money then. Yeah, but, well, the thing still, is, if, that, if she didn't have a leg to stand on, he wouldn't pay anything. Right. Right. Like, Bill O'Reilly. Like, he says nothing happened, but he paid $32 million when his contract paid him only 20 million dollars right 
Which is crazy because it's like, like people like say, oh, she did it for the money as if getting paid negates what happened to her. Like it's right. It's a thing where it's like, sure, it's a trade off. But if you're like, hey, I could take this to court and people can mess around and just try to, you know, uh, minimize this claim and basically try to bury it. And then I end up like losing my job, losing everything and getting nothing from it. It's like, you know, you can't you can't even be mad at the idea that, you know, a woman's like, hey, maybe it might be a better choice, especially considering like you don't know what's going on with individuals. You know, it's like they they might be traumatized in such a way where it's like, I don't want to go through all that. We also had the issue with Brian Wood not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another dude Wood in his name. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know where that's going. That that kind of fizzled out too. And then I don't know where he's working, but did you guys did you guys see that friggin' Gal Gadot got Brett Radner off of Wonder Woman? Yeah, which is wild because you know I mean Brett Ratner helped produce the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, but it's interesting. Like the irony of the whole thing is like yeah. the only reason Gal Gadot could do what she did was because they didn't put her in like a contract. You know what I'm saying? Like like Warner Brothers is all like, oh, you know, well we'll see what happens she's, with this Wonder Woman expendable. joint. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what yeah. happens. It's like, you know, they, they didn't have any faith in the, or, or it's just like they didn't have enough faith in her to think like, okay, well let's get her for like a, you know, two, three picture deal. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Now she's in the position where after it's a hit and one of the best movies or at least one of those best superhero movies for that whole studio, they're like, listen, she's like, if you want me to do the sequel, I need yeah. him gone. It was one of the best movies of 2017. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And she messed around and was able to use that leverage and get him gone. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, like I, I can see wasn't Brett Ratner like on TV like just like a year and a half ago, like talking mess about Olivia Munn. Yeah. Like I feel like that was or that might even been last year. I don't know. Like, you know, like literally but like talking like big mess or whatever. And don't get me wrong, like their whole thing was a little messy. I don't know what happened. And I don't think I don't think Olivia Munn said that, you know, had anything to say in regards to her like Look, now she can make it up if she wants to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she like accused him of anything. No, but, but... I know. Um, I, I had a, a couple reports. They could be wrong. They could be right. When he was married to, what's that lady's name? The lady from oh Gina Davis. Uh huh. Like he used to beat her. Damn. I've heard that, but again, I yeah. You know, it could be. It could be a faulty story. I don't know. That's terrible if that's true. Yeah. Especially Gina Davis. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Who would want to beat her? <laughs> Look, the, the way you say it is as if you're like, well, you know, there are women I could think of that people would want to beat. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> every movie I've seen her, I like her. In. And then she had to deal with Brindlefly in The Fly. And then she's got to deal with Brett, Brett Ratner in real life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. So we talked about Braganza's out. We talked about Ratner. Um. What else? You want to get the Wonder Woman thing out of the way too? That's kind of political. Oh right, right. Or it could be. I don't see it as political. No, yeah, that's guys... yeah. Let's talk about it. The friggin' so in ju- in the Justice League movie, they've adjusted the costumes of the Amazons, uh, to basically be a bit more revealing in the Justice League movie than they were in the Wonder Woman movie. They're like cut. They cut out the middle. They're showing midriffs and abs and all that, and people. Some people are a bit up in arms about it. Um I Jay, you haven't seen the pictures, have you? No, I haven't. I can I can pull it up real quick so you can take a look at it. In the meantime not, What do you have to say, what do you have to say about it, Oz? It's it it's not all the costumes. Um some of them and you know what, if you look back at the Wonder Woman movie, their some of their training costumes were pretty similar. It's not like all the Amazons are exactly like wearing this bikini. There's only some of them. Then there's some that are in the old, in the other style. Um, then there's also two different um, battles involving the Amazons. One in the past, a lot closer to the actual Greek times, where I mean, people are saying that they're sexualizing the the Amazon the the women. Yeah. But then you hear the actual women working on the movie and, you know, the athletes are proud that they can show their abs. The stunt women are saying, oh, those other costumes in the that we had in Wonder Woman were more uncomfortable, chafed more. You know, this and it's not just, oh, they changed the they, they try to make the Amazon sexy. I mean, Zeus is in a loincloth and a cape. Well, we all saw 300. Right, and it's the same guy, right? Right. But frankly, the if if you want to go back to how Greeks fought, the Spartans fought naked. Right, and so in the comic, actually, technically in the 300 comic, they were naked. Like, there was 300 dicks at any given time pointing at you. <laughs> I mean... I, I will say that, you know, looking at the difference, I can't really be too mad at people for thinking that what they think. Well, I can think of, yeah, but it's also preemptively. Like he said, I didn't know about the two different fight scenes. I was ready to, like, be all in. My argument was more of, like, the ones in Wonder Woman look better and the ones in Justice League don't look as good. That's true, too. And that was my argument with it, where it's more like, you know what, this is just another thing with Warner Brother and their fucking a poor attempt at a shared universe where they're not even on the same page with their other creators. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's how I saw it. Uh, as far as sexualizing goes, I mean, look, Batman, they put fake muscles on Batman to make him look sexier, you know? No, they don't. They don't put. They might put fake muscles on Batman, but it's not to make him ben look Affleck? sexier, huh? They didn't put fake muscles on Batman to not, make him look sexier. No, not to make him look sexier. They no. they put real muscles on Aquaman to make him sexier. That's the point where it's like you know, to men, you know, they're not turned on by Batman 
being buffer, but if he wasn't buffered, they wouldn't accept him the same way. Like they, they had to do a, a grill for Michael Keaton's uh, abs so he could have abs. No, I mean I understand what you're saying, but you know we don't you don't you can't equate the two. It's homoerotic, Larry. It's not. It's homoerotic. It's not. It is. It's Wait, not. How it's... do you know? What? How do I know what? That it's not homoerotic. Like, have you talked to gay men and asked them if they find it sexy or not? It's not about whether gay men find it sexy because the people that I mean, are making... That's the definition of homoerotic. No, 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 no. It's not? We're talking about the motivations. It's like when a, the people at the studio put muscles on the Batman suit, they're not doing it thinking, oh, we want to make sure that, you know, women have some eye candy too. That's not That's not the reason it happens. Now, are don't you get sure? me Yeah, I'm absolutely sure. I mean, do, I don't do know, you, man. You have you, yeah, Jason Momoa. I, no, but Jason Momoa is a different I did, story. I didn't know you, Lawrence could, could if, read the minds of, if, of costumers. Yeah. I, not only that, that, that Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern suit looks like all that. It looks like all what? All, like, let's give him something to look at. So like, I could so, tell if he was cold so or you, if he was, like, room you, temperature. So you all think that the Green Lantern suit in the Green Lantern movie that Ryan Reynolds starred in was the way it was to attract when he, I, I heard I heard when he the first, girls I heard the girls going nuts at the trailer when he like busted out. When he first sees himself, he almost wants to jerk it out right there. I mean, hey. I don't that's, know. If that's how you guys feel about it, look, if that's, if that's even, how you feel about it, then hey, that's how you feel about it. it. it I, I, honest, I know it is in the I comics had, too. Like I can't even be like it's not the movies, it's the comics too. Like it's all Homoeroticism, dominance over other males, uh, flexing muscles, and, and they're objectifying everything in comics. See, I, that's why y'all should be reading it's, Royal City. No, nah, see, but that—that's the thing. Like, that's—that's that's the perspective of someone that's not taking the content—the context of the different. Well, let's then roles. let's take the perspective of the women actually in the costumes. None of which have had a problem with the costume. It's all been how, some how, fat dude you, that saw the picture, felt the need to jerk how, off, how do and you then know, felt shame. How do you no, know? I think it's a fat woman. How do you know what the women had a problem with or not? Like you think those women? Because they put out uh, they put out statements. The but, actresses put out statements. The stunt women put out listen, statements. I just told you about the statements. No, I heard that. But here's the thing. It's like in the in the the Hollywood system that we have right now. You don't think that there was probably some of those women that would have probably been been would have liked to wear something more similar to what they wore in the last movie versus this? And if they did, I, would they say something? Probably I'm not. I'm not a mind reader like you, Lawrence. Well, I hey, don't know you what, need to what get like me then. Are. I'm look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, you know, we can't mess around and say like, oh, everything in comics is about objectification and act as if the way that the men get treated in comics is exactly the same way that women get treated in comics. It's like, that's not that's not even realistic. It's like, men are the ones that make those decisions and, you know, it's like, don't get me wrong, there's some men that probably get to make or make some decisions where they're like, yeah, we want to sexy up the guys so that we can cater to the de demographic. I feel like that's not us in comic books. It's, Pose, it's like objective, the objective in which is a comics. We know that. So why even, why are we even pretending like they're equal? 
or they're similar. I don't understand why you can't just look at a human body and not feel the need to jerk off. I, I can do that and have. Larry's phobic. Now, what am I phobic about? I, like, I, I, I have no problem with, you. Like, if, if, if. We're comics, jerking off to men? If comics wants to objectify men, I don't, I'm not saying that I have a problem with that. The same way, like, I would agree with you that I feel like the Jason Momoa Aquaman is definitely that. Like, there is, it feels as if that's a, a bone that they throw to the women to, like, you know, I feel like he is supposed to be a sex symbol. And I'm not, you know, I have no problem with that. What I what I am saying, though, is, like, that's a few and far between thing that happens in a major motion picture that happens in comic books. It's like that's not what normally that's not the 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 norm. The norm is the objectification of women. And Superman's we, shirtless for half his screen time too. Okay. Nah, I don't yeah. I don't know. The only reason Batman's not is because he's old as fuck. But and you know, right now old rich white men aren't popular. <laughs> Look, all I know is you have a team of superheroes. There's oh, there, what is it? There's five. There's gonna be what? Seven of them. All six. The, six. Oh, because what you think? Superman's not coming back. No, that's including Superman. Oh, that's including Superman. It's only six. Okay, all oh, right, because there's no Green Lantern, right? Oh, well, uh, there there'll be a Green Lantern. All right. Okay. Fine. What I'm saying is this: there are six superheroes that are gonna be on that screen. One of them's a woman. Only one of them's not gonna be wearing pants. All the rest of them are going to have pants on. If we want to pretend like it just so happens that the woman is the one that's not wearing any pants, but, it's coincidental. Well, see, you're, you're saying, oh, the woman's not wearing pants. I'm saying the the Greek warrior isn't wearing pants. And you know what? Greek warriors <laughs> didn't wear anything. Wonder Woman's not a Greek. Well, here's the thing. It's different. I think she is. It's... Larry, wait, 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 what wait, you got to see. Hold on. Is Wonder Woman not Greek? No. The, the, the Amazons who hung out with Zeus are not Greek. She's not from Greece. She's, Themis, she's from Themyscira. Yeah, but it's from that Greek Isles. What is? Whatever, Oz. <laughs> it's it's not Greek. It's not Greek. Look, technically Spartans weren't Greek either, oh, but we look. still consider them Greek. I look, if they're not Greek, I they, don't consider them. They're Greek. never from Sparta. They're Spartan then. You like to put everybody in their own little groups, okay? <laughs> Look, I mean, but yeah. You know, my only this... issue is that they're stylistically inconsistent, which is yeah. what Mo was saying, right? I mean, because but... you you could have tried to like uh, take the midriff, like take the piece of armor out. That all would it would take expose is putting all it would take is putting like gold on the shoulder plates and on the boots, and a. Uh, it's it would be something. Your idea is good too, but that sounded uncomfortable when I thought about it, so I didn't mention that. Well, I'm telling you, there's also two battles. There's one that takes place around the time Themyscira was founded, mm-hmm. and right. then there's a modern time battle. And, and we so won't know I, which one is the 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 sexified one. Yeah, and I, one I don't know them, if you could tell, but I was doing air quotes. Well, one of the <laughs> one of the battles they're prepared for. And another battle, they're not. 
So then there's also, are, were they wearing, you know, were they prepared for battle or were they just kind of training and hanging out? Word. Okay. Oh, look, we'll have to see how that goes. I like the um, white robes. What are the white robes? That they wear in some incarnations of the mascara. They, like, wear the white robes. Garments. With the, like, buckles, the little gold buckles. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. I also like the lavender ones. Yeah. But they only they only have those when they have tea. <laughs> Um, last note about Justice League. I, I'm pissed off because, well, I don't know how it's going to... I know they brightened up the trailer, but they brightened up the posters, too. Oh, did they really? So, like, Batman's color scheme is a navy blue cape and cowl and a gray suit. Oh. Like, that looks like Neil Adams shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, they did a bad job about brightening everything up so it looks like an Alex Ross painting but not a good one like the colors separations aren't smooth and the blends aren't smooth and I actually have... I got a chance to see it at a on a big ass building in Hollywood over the weekend mm-hmm. so that's when I that's when I really realized they did that and I was like man I mean it's stupid but it, it just it, it falls into this this armor thing if it's um if it's them just not knowing what they're doing to kind of make this shit happen, like it almost feels like with Justice League, they just want to get it over with and then, you know, move forward after that. I have heard that it's definitely more colorful than Batman versus Superman, which you can see just by watching the trailers. You already see yeah. more. But more the, the thing is, the first trailer, like they edited the colors after the fact, which makes it look bad on the poster. Because that wasn't a poster we've seen before, but so it. I, who knows how it'll look on the on the screen? Yeah, I might have to watch it in IMAX tomorrow. Might have to wear my glasses to watch it. <laughs> That's fair. Lawrence is gonna have to get his eyes to work. They work. That's a struggle. No, they're they're good. Are they better now? Because I remember sitting there waiting for your your eyes to start working. Yeah. I don't know what Nia was was jamming into them, but yeah, it looked complicated. Complicated. Yeah. Uh, no, they're good now these days. You know, look, knock on wood. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to what to say or even really think about Justice League. I, like the last trailer definitely made it seem like things might be a little bit more fun. Um, obviously, fun doesn't necessarily mean good, and I you know the the word on the street is that the reviews are a bit mixed. But, you know, I mean, that's expected, I think, from DC at this point. Like, people are harder on DC for good reasons. Uh, but A lot of the people that, that I've spoken with, it, the 
the mix has been a couple have said better than Wonder Woman, but I think they're full of shit. No Some have said just underneath Wonder Woman, and those I tend to believe a little bit more. No way. No way. Like, like that's 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 what I'm hearing. Well, it can't um, it can't be worse than Batman versus Superman. It could be, but it won't be. Right, and it can't be better than Wonder Woman. No, it can't. It be. should be, but it can't. Like really, uh, what, it, somewhere in between is a good sweet spot, though. I think. What, I mean, what, it's not a sweet spot. It's just where it's gonna be. Right, right, right. Because that's a large range. But it's basically different between a good movie and a bad movie. So yeah, you know. But what we're talking about here is like, like, like it, it, if it's, it's in between Spider-Man: Homecoming and Wonder Woman, then would be kind of a sweet spot. But even still, it's not where it should be. It's like, will it be better than Suicide Squad? Probably not. I think so. I, I I'm hoping it will be. Actually, it might. I'm hoping it will be. Like I I'm I'm going in expecting a, to have a better time than I did in Suicide Squad, even though I'm already I understand there are going to be things in it that I'm not going to like, but I, I I feel that way about almost every comic book movie I see. Like I'm waiting to see Justice League so that I can watch Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> you still haven't seen Ragnarok? No, nah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I want to be totally disappointed and then watch. It's like a rebound, you know? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be worse than Ragnarok. Well, I, well, from what I hear, Ragnarok isn't bad. Ragnarok's No, good. I'm not saying, like, we're, I'm saying it's going to be better than Ragnarok, I think. Uh, wait, with Justice League? I'm, I'm Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't crazy. think that's the case. You're cra- How can you think that Justice League is going to be a better movie than Thor Ragnarok? I've been hearing people talk, people uh, that have seen it. Okay. What about you, Jay? What do you think? Can this Justice League be a better movie than Thor? Yes. Okay, there it is. Joe has spoken. <laughs> Eddie. Uh, heck, heck ass. Well, here, Dungeon Buster says, I hope it will be better than Suicide Squad. Heck says, are we talking about a good movie or a good DC movie? I mean, I I'm, I think we're talking about a good movie. Like, you know, because that's the thing where, don't get me wrong, because I don't even know when you say a good DC movie, all we're talking about is Wonder Woman, right? I, I would yeah. say a, a good movie, a great DC movie. No, no. With, with the, well, like, I would, like, if you just kind of get my rating system, Wonder Woman would be like an amazing DC movie. So great just beneath that. <laughs> yeah, no. That's like those that's like those small bras that call themselves double D. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't think so, dude. Like, uh, SG says Justice League will not be greater than Thor 3. Uh Dungeon Buster says I'd like it to be both, but I'll settle for just a good DC movie right now. Right. Like I think what the bar that we're shooting for that like anybody that's hoping for more than a good movie is going to be disappointed like like it should be better than winter soldier right no like no, no. like ideally oh i mean in, in like in a perfect world a justice league movie is one of the best comic book movies of all time i mean right it has all the the most iconic superhero characters period like it it should be a no-brainer. It's going to make a lot of money. 
I know that. Like everybody's yeah. gonna go see it. Yeah, Batman v Superman made a lot of money in. Right. You know, for the same reason that Justice League is gonna make all a lot of money. Like people want to see these characters on screen together, and so it's gonna make a lot of money. That's not, it doesn't mean it's gonna be good. You know, it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Batman v Superman. As much as we talk mess about it, was what you would consider a success from a monetary perspective. You know, it it did just as good as any other movie that you would a, a comic book movie that you would think of as a as a success. Like I look, I saw a, a guy said that uh, the more money the movie makes, the better it is. I well, remember that. That was Tiger Claw. Yeah, <laughs> the profit Tiger Claw. <laughs> right, and so you know. But we all know that, you know, Transformers movies make ridiculous amounts of money. That don't make them good movies. They just, people go see them. I don't know why. Yeah, they're really bad. I know. But this Justice League movie, just from what we've seen and what we've heard, I think the best you can hope for is it to be a good, whether you're talking about movie or comic book movie, it's it's good is the only place that you can get like there's no way that this movie can be like i'm trying to even think if there's a marvel movie that it can be better than like in my opinion i would say it could probably be better than guardians 2 because guardians 2 is kind of a mess yeah that's dumb all around no ant ant man is solid like i mean what don't get me wrong ant man doesn't how he's that doesn't have like the 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 sexiness factor that some of the other Marvel cinematic movies have, but it's a solid flick and it's funny. The fight with the trains was tight. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, like, Ant-Man. oh, you finally saw it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it eventually after I saw Civil War because once I saw that, I'm like, oh, I have to see it now. <laughs> and uh, I kind of enjoyed. I I I was mad through 45 minutes of it. And then, but once they actually just started fighting, and and then all you really see is just Yellow Jacket and Ant Man fighting. I just pretended it was inside Hank Pym's head. <laughs> and now, uh, yeah, now if you if you watch Civil War again, you get the orange slices joke. I still didn't. I still don't get it. I I watched Civil War like five times already. Oh, because in Ant Man, eating orange slices. Gets rid of the the grogginess he got when uh, he shrunk, like the first few times. All right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a funny joke, I guess. No, but now it makes sense. Yeah, I didn't say it was funny. I just said I, I was fine with it not making sense. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know, like Justice League. I I don't know that. Like, there's some people, of course, that just because it's Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman on the screen are going to say it's better. I have clients that are DC movie universe fanboys. Like, they... Like, they, just the movie? Just the movies. They, the they don't read the comics. They, they've read some comics when they were little, but then they stopped or whatever. And now the movies are like, they, you know, they, they grew up watching Justice League Unlimited and stuff and, and love these characters. So now they're like really into this DC animated universe and, and they love it. The same way that I guess uh, Larry would deal with people that love Transformers as little kids. 
but then love these new Transformers movies too. Yeah. So and they're like that, and and they're they're hyped up, and you know that there was a <laughs> there was a good minute there where they're like fuck. I, I, you know, I love DC, but I, I guess we can't fuck with these Marvel movies. Yeah, you know? like right. they had to admit that they were good, but yeah. and then there was always the debate. I guess for Wonder Woman, I guess because of the proximity, like which one was the better movie, Wonder Woman or Spider Man Homecoming? Oh, oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's what I said. It's not. It's not even a. Yeah. No, it's not even. No, it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, Wonder Woman is a better movie. Even though yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming is not a... I mean, it, I don't think I it's I mean, like it's a, good. It's the, not a the foregone... The thing that knocked conc- it down for me... Well, sorry, go ahead, Larry. No, no, I was just saying, I don't know if it's a foregone conclusion, but when you think about it, Wonder Woman is a better like story and execution. But yeah. what were you going to say? No, it's just the, the stuff that keeps me from like l- truly loving Spider-Man is, is all the, the bullshit. You know, uh, the AI in the suit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's that they, they dumbed down... Peter Parker, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, they don't they don't really dumb him down. They just well, get, they don't they, yeah. they hand him a lot of stuff. Yeah, but that's uh, that that takes away from who Peter Parker is. And I would agree with that. You you are you are right. Like it's the, the, like Spider Man has always been about Spider Man is what Spider Man is what people see him as him like swinging around and saving people, but the comics are really about what Peter Parker is. Right. You know, and that movie is like they, they diminished all of Peter Parker's accomplishments, like his ingenuity, right? His, yeah. his intelligence, his ingenuity, his ability to not really need or rely on people. Like, mm-hmm. they just made it into a plot point that he had to learn. I always said it bugs me that they that they completely fucked up Flash. Oh, that's a whole other issue. It doesn't matter saying, that's, now. That's but... my that's my thing that bugs me about the movie. Yeah, but look, I'm not even I ain't even tripping on that man because they're fucking up Venom, they're fucking up Morbius, they're fucking yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. like the, the spy Flash is the least. I mean, yeah. Oh, I don't want to get into it. I had a whole I had a whole drunk fight with Lloyd a couple weeks back because of talking about this shit. What did What did Lloyd? What was he trying to say? Oh, he loves everything. Really? Yeah, because he's like, oh, it's the myth. It's all about the myth and the spirit of it and everything, you know? <laughs> and that just pisses me right, right. The fuck off. And I know he does it. That, that's why he does it. Lord so. trying to get educated. <laughs> yeah, well, he is educated. Like, no, but but no, I'm saying he tried to get... But he's trying to like. He graduated some cum in your face. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to use his, his, his smarts to justify some stuff that you can't really yeah. justify. <laughs> does he does he teach a specific subject or is he just like general? Um it's just general. I mean, he can he can teach anything cuz that's that's what he that's what he he is. He's a teacher. So, you just give him some basic information on a subject and he'll he'll make a syllabus, he'll he'll turn it into a whole program. Yeah, yeah cuz guys that are usually about the lore and the, and the story tend to be like history teachers. Yeah, no. English he, teachers. He worked a lot with um elementary and junior high. He did some high school a little bit. And yeah. But, but that's um, the thing though, but yeah, he's, look, not, he's not look, about Lloyd's the lore. A good man. I'll buy him a drink next time I, I see him. Work. But that's the thing though. He wasn't t- he was trying to pretend it was the lore, but it's not the lore. 
No, he he really believes it. Like he enjoys it. But it's, it's not like lore. It's like fake lore. Yeah. Well, it it's that. Well, it, he he was kind of making a thesis, if you will, about how myth and mythology and legends change over time. Oh. So it's like as the legend of Spider Man. Got it. That's a good movie, you know. But Got it's it. like I'm not trying to watch the Legend of Spider Man. <laughs> Like, I read Spider Man Reign for the Legend of Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the Legend of Spider Man is all good, but that's not what your money's there for. Right. But, but, like, you know, this is as all drunken, uh, discussions with me evolve to or devolve to. It's really that I don't matter. The end. Like what I what I like, what I've read, what I've spent money on, doesn't matter in the end. Like, it's not for me. Yeah. I mean, they're not making it for me. I I you know I guess you can you could say that. I mean I don't know that. I feel like Spider Man Homecoming takes Spider Man fans into account to a degree. Nah. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. Uh, it definitely doesn't cater to them in the way that some of the other. It doesn't make a movie for Spider-Man fans. Yeah. Well, it may, it makes a movie for people who didn't like Amazing Spider-Man. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. You should talk to him about Guardians too, though. Because his whole argument for Guardians 2 was like, you didn't even give a shit about Guardians like that, so what do you care? But it's like, I gave a shit about Eternals, I gave a shit about, you know, Celestials. Well, look, he can't come to me with that argument. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, he should talk to you about that. Because oh. that, that's the only reason that argument, like, he kind of had the upper hand. Because yeah. I can't debate it, you know? Like, I know what they're supposed to be like. Yeah. But I came up with them with a good one too, man. <laughs> I told them when they're fighting that controversy uh, monster uh-huh. at the beginning, uh-huh. like they they got paid by those gold people, right? Yes. Those gold people had a whole fleet of drone right. things. Like, why the fuck they gotta pay a ragtag group of people that are probably gonna steal from them to fight that thing? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they didn't want everybody to know they had a fleet of drones. Yeah, look, maybe, maybe not. All yeah. I know is that makes it a bad movie. I mean, listen, I the whole gold people, like I don't like, they, it doesn't feel like there's any good reason for them for them yeah. to be there. Period. I mean, to me, it just speaks anti-Semitism. But <laughs> I don't know about that. But hey, let's roll with it. Um. Did you guys see that that Ethan Van Skeever's in the thick of things again a little bit? A little bit. I did see are that. They still, are they still calling him a Nazi? Well, Larry posted, you know, as Larry tends to do, if you've heard the episodes where he wasn't here, uh, he, he gives us um, bullet points on what we should talk about without any kind of context or link that we should follow through or or anything. And one of the things was like, 
Ethan Van Skeever at Gotham Pizza. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. Ethan Van Skeever, you know, a, a, a well-known, you know, although, albeit controversial figure in comics, was in an episode of Gotham at the pizza shop. Wait, what? See, now, why? As a cameo. Why, why, why would that be what you take for that sentence? Well, because Gotham is, is in the comic book news right now because they're doing the whole thing with Bruce Wayne as Batman and pizza. <laughs> you know, pizza is like... <laughs> It, it, it is a staple of, like, urban living and, and ambiance when you're telling a story. You know, if you're in Chicago, it's pizza or hot dogs with no ketchup. And if you're in New York, it's pizza. So it's like Gotham should have something like that. I mean, I don't know what they do have. I, I You know, we're not into comics like that. But if they have a Gotham pizza and Ethan Vanskeever's in there ordering a slice with extra cheese... It's like, oh, cool. He's he, he made it to on TV. Cool. But so it's you... a fun cameo. It turns out it's a fucked up news story about vandalism. Yeah. At one of his appearances. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Google's our friend. Right, but you know, the whole point of producing is so that we don't have to go through Google. No, no, it's like you know, I I give you the nuggets. A little link would be nice next time. You still would have thought the same thing before you clicked the link. <laughs> would have been but, like, but I could click it. Instead, I had to... What, what ended up happening is I had to go through different YouTube videos oh. of jerk-offs talking about it. Oh, that sucks. I'm uh, sorry about jerk-offs that. Jerk-offs that side with him in his political ideologies that say all we want is for comics to be good. I'm sorry. All we want is for comics to be good. <laughs> Yeah. So I had to listen to them and unlike their videos yeah. while still listening to it. So And, you know, they're not the most entertaining videos to watch, by the way. That I believe. So basically, Ethan Van Skeever, who's, you know, comic book artist, uh, probably best known for his work on Green Lantern, um, and who... We talked about not that long ago who people were calling a Nazi uh, because of some of the choices he was making in his art and because he has some right-wing views. And his sketchbook was called Mein Kampf. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think the sketchbook was called Mein Kampf, was it? Yeah. No, well, I that think... one, but he also had another one that was some communist name. Oh. It's just kind of what the sketchbook um like it has like a kind, like, like, that, like the over overarching that, like he had you know like Sinestro with a Hitler mustache right right and the salute but you know I guess uh he had started publicizing that he was going to be at Gotham Pizza which is a pizza joint uh like a real a, a real life pizza joint um doing uh appearance and like a signing and people uh once they got wind of it started threatening him and saying that they were going to come there and like assault him and that you know basically making threats against him and his family and all that kind of stuff and that he shouldn't show up uh he did end up going and uh I, you know i don't 
Like you saw videos. Like, did you see videos of the actual signing, Mo, or no? I did not. Oh, okay. what I saw was videos of people commenting on it, and it turns out there's also a uh, Twitter beef with him and Dan Slot. Oh, I did not know that. Right, but because all these videos were slanted towards Ethan Van Skeever, mm-hmm. they were really rough on Dan Slot. Mm. Which is, I mean, it's fine, I guess. Like, somebody accused him of, you know, why don't you try writing good comics? Why don't you, try, why don't you concentrate about, concentrate on Spider-Man instead of concentrating on being a fat, uh, neck-bearded uh, SJW? And then he said, well, the thing about Spider-Man is that you don't know because you're a fucking ignorant piece of shit is that Spider-Man is an SJW. That was his response. That's after that I stopped watching the video. <laughs> well, the fact is the he 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 went to the appearance. He didn't stay long. Um and I think I don't think the appearance itself necessarily got rowdy or anything, but I'm not certain. But I know that he was like, you know, not trying not to like um, he didn't want to disappoint the fans that were going to show up, so he made sure he showed his face, but he didn't stay long. And that night, somebody smashed in the front door of the pizzeria. So it wasn't even while he was there? No, no. It happened. Oh, what a bunch of fuck. See, that's the problem with the left. <laughs> What's the problem with the left? They're a bunch of pussies. I mean, we don't even. I don't know. know. They 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 tend to shoot up a lot of people, so I don't know how much of a pussy they are. The left tends to shoot up a lot of people. What where does that happen? Because all the mass shooters that have been in the news, all Democrats. What? All the yeah. all the mass the, shooters. The, the, the guy at the church, the guy at um in Vegas. Well, first uh, of all, the, the guy the in Vegas. We all know the guy in Vegas is a botched up. Uh, fucking arms deal with ISIS, like undercover shit. Okay, so we'll we'll skip Wait, that. What? That's that's another thing. Uh, the the Batman movie shooter Democrat. Most of the mass the shooters Batman tend to be Democrats. Was like seventeen years old, right? What well, still liberal? How how do you know? I mean, do you... they're only liberal compared to who they shoot. Listen. I don't I like I don't know if you go mess around and say oh well there are all the people that do mass shootings are are the left like that's crazy No not 100% I'm just saying majority Okay well, look it, if if you say so St- even statistically though- speaking if democrats if you took guns away from democrats you would cut National shootings nationwide by like eighty percent. I don't believe that. That's the uh, okay. Well, that's a that's a whole different thing. It's, the, this whole Van Skeever thing. All this happened after, after his like his late night after they closed and all that. And then speaking to the owners, they're also saying that several shops in that center or in that area have been uh, broken into 
in the in the weeks up to that, so they're not sure if it was specifically because <laughs> of Seaver or if it was just that. Like it could be either or. They don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's not news, I guess. I mean, he's he's got the threats for sure, right. but I wish I would have invested can't my really time. Say, yeah, we can't yeah. really say that's what this was. I right. wish I would have invested my time into the Twitter beef. <laughs> what I do know is he did do a a GoFundMe for, to get the door repaired, and oh. and it 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 did um like meet its goal. And ex- big big, and big man in chat says Oz is coming with the fake news this time. Right. Look, look up the look up the numbers. Yeah. I mean, I know why he says the Joker killer is off to the left. Why? Because he's like more chaotic than the status quo. So Republicans automatically make that Democrat. Well, that and you go through their Facebook, their Twitter, and you I see mean, I, I didn't go through them. A, but... Oh, I mean, that's I'm just you know that's what the FBI looks at. Why? That's what why the numbers you, but that then, they put out. You, but then how are you gonna like totally ignore all the people that are from the right that have done it? Oh, like well, who, well, who well, was the last one? What Dylan Roof? That off the top of my head, that wasn't that long ago. Was he a Republican? The dude posing with the Confederate flag and shot up a church full of black people? Yeah, was he Republican? The Confederate flag. That, like, I'm not saying he's Republican, right. but he's right. He's, he's, yeah, maybe he's, he's more towards fascism, but that's towards the right. I didn't say Democrats. I said the left in my argument. Oh, see, I said Democrats. Yeah, no, but, but that's if, from the right. All of ISIS, all of, you know... You know, it's religious based, but all that is right leaning. Right. The Taliban is all right leaning. Yeah, it's all conservative people. But you know, it's not to say and the KKK all right leaning. By no means would I mess around and like I'm not the started dude. by the left. The K the KKK was started by the left. Yeah, it was started by Democrats. That's not the that's that's not the left. Like the Democrats that start the KKK were right then. Democrats aren't the left. Democrats are the left. Republicans now, started but, off towards the left right. at the founding of the nation. Odds. Pa- that's parties, not true. Parties. That changed. is true. No. Be, they not. were to the left because England. The, who colonized was further to the right. Yeah, like right and left are perspective, Oz. Right, like the Democrats used to be right leaning. Like that's like when you talk about the Party of Lincoln. Like they messed around. That's what. Free. That's why we make the differentiation between '80s Republicans and now Republicans. Right. It's all a spectrum, but that's it why. Is. That's why you can't mess around and just put like. You know, you can't say, oh, all these people are doing all that, you know, and it, it, yeah, it gets messy, real messy, real quick. Yeah. Especially when you talked about like mass shootings. It's like, well, big man says, don't forget the guy that ran over the people in Charlottesville. For real. That's not a mass shooter. No, but it's, 
Well, I'm, no, it's not a mass shooter. That's true. Right. I mean, I'm talking about all the um, violent. Well, I guess if I start putting caveats, you're gonna start putting caveats too, and we'll be here forever. Oh, look, hey, but I call killing as killing is. Look, it sounds like you're about to say terrorism. Like you know that doesn't apply to white people. So, well, <laughs> no, even well, it's if not killing, mass shooting. As killing is that only one person died at in the in that thing, right? Well, it's still killing. It's not like it's not like he only tried to well, kill I'm saying one person. Mass killings, like one person dies well, because somebody killed them all the time. Like we I don't said, consider it a mass right. killing. Look, I didn't. I, I said killing is as killing is. You could kill a fly, and I'll, I'll judge that killing on based on who killed it. It's like they won't call it a mass killing because one person died, but it's not like that. Right. Boy didn't drive it's a into a crowd of killing. He did not. He didn't drive into a crowd of people. He drove into a crowd of people. Like we're. It's just you know. Only by God's grace that only one person died, and you know even then it's still That's like a tra- tragedy. Yeah, but wow, man. Yeah, John Wilkes Booth, us. <laughs> um. Yeah. What are your thoughts on John Wilkes Booth? Shot a shot a prominent Republican. And what was he? Democrat. An actor, too. Goddamn Hollywood. <laughs> um, what else should we talk about? Have you guys seen uh, the friggin' trailer for Runaways? I haven't. Again, another out-of-context thing. Text. I haven't either. I just I haven't like I've seen it pop up as click here and to play, but I just haven't had the interest. Well, I don't have the interest either. I will. I mean, you. I forget. Did you? Did you all read the book? I read some of it. Gotcha. And you said it's going to be a movie, right? A TV show. It's a TV show on Hulu. Who told? Who said it was going to be a movie? Then somebody told me it was a movie. No, I think. As oh long well, as... then I'm gonna have to watch it. I thought it was gonna be a movie, so I was waiting to see it in the theaters to see the the preview in the theaters. I mean, you still might see. It. Yeah, you might still see it in the theaters. Well, it comes out the 21st, so you can just watch it soon. But it's interesting because I know. Uh, you know, I I've seen it. I know Jay and I were watching it earlier today, and both of us basically had the same thought, where it was just like, "It's ridiculous." <laughs> like, it looks perfect, except Molly. It's weird. Like Molly is like a ten or twelve year old little white girl, and they have like an eighteen year old Latina chick. Like it's so random. Which you wouldn't, especially when everything else looks perfect, and that's what makes it stand out. <laughs> it's, right, it's like everything else is like so spot on. Like the casting for every other character, which is what six of them or or five of them? Six. There's six all together. Yeah. Okay, so six of them all together, five of them, like you could literally put them side by side with the comic, and you'd be like, wow. For those who don't know, who exactly are the Runaways supposed to be? You want to handle that, Jay? Or you... Oh, you got it. 
So the Runaways are, at least initially, are a group of kids that have special abilities. And um, basically the, the, the premise of the story is that their parents are friends. They These kids come together periodically because their parents hang out together or whatnot. And in the midst of one of these get-togethers, which, you know, none of them are necessarily, like, friends. They're more like, we know each other. We've known each other for a long time because our, our parents are friends. And so they, you know, they're forced to hang out with these kids, each other, periodically. But in one of these hangouts, they go and look in on their parents, you know, uh, uh, without their parents realizing it. And it turns out all their parents are super villains. And when they realize their parents are like super villains and doing some shady stuff, they all decide to, to run away together to like get away from their parents and like, you know, figure out what they're doing exactly and if they need to stop them. And they're all, um, all of them are kind of like the, or at least the parents kind of all are like villain archetypes. Like one, one set of parents are like kind of like mad scientists and the other ones are like, uh, evil, like magicians and, uh, another set of parents are a pair of mutants, and the other one are a set of aliens, and, you know, it kind of goes on and on in that kind of realm. Right. So the book itself, like, I know, like, those, you know, that whole, well, I, I feel like the, the story itself is an interesting story that I feel like that premise hasn't really been done. I know that, you know, of course, like, the parents sound tropish, but they they are very aware of those tropes and that plays to actually like they play the charm. With them. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, not only the charm, but they play. Yeah. It plays to how the story develops in the, in the comic and it's and how the kids are too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. It's a really good book. And I think one of the most interesting things that they did with that book was they kind of explained why most of your, pretty much all your superhero comics take place on the east coast yeah in the marvel universe right, right. Mm-hmm. which i thought was like super cool yeah no it, it it really like it does a really good job of inserting itself into a specific spot in the marvel universe and making it like it it literally justifies it because otherwise it just seems you know like it just seems strange like how you don't get a lot of superhero stuff happening on the on the east, uh, on the west coast, right? But yeah, this book definitely like plays with that and gives it like makes it a, a story point or a plot point. So the the series like the the uh, trailer for the the series, you know, even though you know, obviously there's some things that are probably going to be a little bit different story wise. But yeah, I don't think they're going to play Twister. <laughs> right, because that's what we're concerned with. We're like, do they play Twister? That's what I was concerned with. Got it. Um, and I it, mean, obviously, okay. uh, Molly's, like, her mutant powers awaken in the series. Right. And we're not going to get that because she's, like, 20 in the TV series. 
already. So, I mean, I guess I don't. I don't even know if she's gonna be a mutant or not. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know who's making it, and who has the rights to that. I mean, it's it's Marvel, right? Yeah. So Marvel do- can't use mutants. So she's just not gonna be one, right? So she'll be an inhuman. I don't know. Maybe. Ugh. Maybe she'll How do be inhumans even get their powers? Terrigen mist. But if there's no Terrigen mist on the West Coast, then she's just gonna be a human. I don't. I don't know, Joe. That's weird. Listen, you you're the one that said she's an inhuman. She might yeah, not. I, be. I think she's gonna be a mutant. But she can't be a mutant if Marvel's making it. Like I don't see why not. Because they can't use mutants. Like she could be a mutant in any everything but name, I guess. But they're not gonna say, "Oh, she's a mutant," because the only mutants that they can use are Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That's it. And even them. But that's just live action TV, right? What? They could use mutants in non-live action stuff, right? Oh, like animated? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think they can. So they'll probably just do an animated short. <laughs> and and then just don't ever mention it otherwise? Right. I, hey, I mean, so I guess... So we'll know she's a mutant, but they just won't mention it in the actual show. I guess that could work. I don't know. I, I wonder if they could skirt that like that. That's interesting. I, like, that would actually be a cool way to introduce an origin that you couldn't do otherwise even though it would be weird because then it's like why don't why doesn't anybody ever call her a mutant i mean because they can't use those interesting powers you have (laughs) that you acquired sometime around puberty maybe so but yeah it looks really cool and the thing is with Runaways, too, is that Runaways isn't, like, an easy thing to do. Like, it's not, like, a thing where you're just, like, oh, yeah, like, you you know, it's not that hard to mess up. Like, there's, like, a, a random dinosaur. There's, like, people with purple hair. There's, like, a chick. Is, it, is a dinosaur in the TV show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a chick that turns into friggin', like, rainbow energy. And she looks great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just like, wow! Like, they pulled that off. And so, did they it's pull like, off the purple hair chick? Yeah, she actually looks a lot better than I thought she would. She looks like she does in the comics. I mean, she's a little thinner, but not that much. She kind of has like a, a like. You you might be right. She had, her, the face is round. Yes, it's just the way the hair is makes her face look rounder. Oh, okay. Because her bangs are rounded out. Got it. Man, I didn't know Joe knew that much about hair. I know characters. Oh, so like I was actually looking like looking really hard to see the characters and what they look like, because you know that's one thing as a comic book fan. Whenever they adapt it, yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. Right, right. And so I was, you know, just checking all the characters out to make sure they look like them. Even the parents look good. Oh, the parents look great. <laughs> like, I mean, you look at, what's his name, Alex, and he actually is a little bit lighter 
than he should be. Yeah. Not much, though. Not much. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't think anyone, like, even people that have read the comic might not pick up on it. Right. But the parents look spot on. They do. They do. Yeah. And so, I'm I'm excited. I really want to see it. Uh, As far as for the show being good, for Hulu, I, I actually have faith in not only because I've been paying for it for a long time, uh-huh. but all their original stuff is, even the crappy stuff is good. Oh, okay. Well, look, that's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. The Awesomes was pretty good. Yeah, and then what was the other one that was crappy, but but was still pretty good, was um, Deadbeat. Oh, okay. I never got that around was, to, I, Yeah, I did want to watch it, but I never got around to it. And I also recommend Future Man. Future that does Man. look pretty funny. Yeah, it's like a guy that's playing like Mass Effect, but it's actually a training simulation from the future. But then when he finally, it's like an unbeatable game that he finally beats. So mm-hmm. then he gets recruited by the those people to go back further in time to stop this biotic war and plague thing. Okay. So, like, you think it's like, oh, they're going to be in the future, all these special effects. They go back to 1969, so they don't have to rely on special effects at all. Huh. And it's it, the, it, so it relies on story and dialogue and, you know, it is heavy on the references, but for some people, that they find that charming. For me, it's wasted dialogue. Really? Well, for me, yeah, because I just want the story to progress, yeah? Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. And it's like, uh, Hulu stuff is uncensored, so, you know, they can choose to, to be vulgar or not. So all the conversations feel more natural because some are vulgar and some are not. That's cool. Sweet. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to Runaways. Yeah, you're going to have to get Hulu again so I can make sure to watch it. Did anybody read Port of Earth? No, I didn't. Port of Earth? Oh, you said that last week, didn't you? Right. Damn it, I forgot. And this time I did it ahead of time so that you remember. You did, but I forgot. I'm sorry. Damn it. That sounded good, too. I don't remember. I thought you were going to text us on Monday. Yeah, but instead I just told you right then and there. Yeah, Yeah. but I thought you were going to do both. Tell us then and there and then text us. Uh, I never do both. (laughs) <laughs> I thought of doing the latter, but I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna have faith in these motherfuckers. Yeah. Um. So they announced today that they're gonna shut down uh, that Marvel Heroes game. What? Yeah. The, the one by Gazillion. Yeah, I, I was playing that game. Yeah, they're shutting it down. Oh, 
I worked so hard. I'm not. According to the story, if you've been playing that game, you, you would have seen it coming. Well, I mean, I haven't been playing for like the last month or so. But before that, I was playing it. Joe, Joe wouldn't have seen it coming. Because you have to be like part of that community. Oh, yeah, I'm not part of the community, no. Yeah. I just play the game. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, so. So they're shutting down the servers and everything? Yeah. I, I should just delete it now? Um, I mean, it all it all depends, right, on how you feel about it. Like, there's some people that, like, if you're Mo, you delete it now. But you might want to play, play it out, right, until it's done. Who knows? Like, what for? Might as well just toss your Xbox out the window. <laughs> Throw the whole the whole gaming system away. Like I'm not gonna beat it before it close. When's it closing? Uh, you know, like what? unless it's closing in like a year and a half or so, there's no way I'm gonna finish it. Well, it's gazillions. Like they just uh, the contract didn't get renewed, right? Is that what happened? It it's some it has something to do with Disney. I know that, but I don't know. If it was about a renewal thing, I, I think there's actually more details that are supposed to end up coming later. But they just kind of... Dude, they're fucking ruining everything. Who, Disney? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it it's definitely ending. I don't, I don't know if they had like an actual end date. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I will try to finish it. I don't know. Yeah. So, I know you like that game. So, it was fun. Yeah. Now it's dead. <laughs> Why does it take pleasure? The Rock confirms... That writer Adam makes a spit lick <laughs> who co-wrote the Rampage movie is going to be writing the Black Adam movie. Oh, yeah. Why Why are we impressed by that? We haven't seen the Rampage movie. Well, that, well, it's The Rock's endorsement, I guess, is what's making the news. But, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't know what the fuck this guy did to... To make me believe that this movie's gonna be great. What else has he done? Uh, let's see. He wrote The Due Date, The Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, Maid of Honor, Albin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. I haven't seen any of that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. You know you love Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road ship. I love the first Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, that was tight. Oh. You didn't think I saw it, did you? I think I think I did think you did. It feels like an odd oh. movie. Well, that's like, racist then. That was that was one of those times when uh you were going to the movie every every weekend. I'm doing that now. I just got a movie pass. Oh, how do you like that? I haven't gotten it yet. I just bought it a few <laughs> days ago. The, the card will show up like in a few days. I'll let you know in a couple of weeks. Gotcha. 
Got you. Um. So they, uh, I already mentioned to you guys that Marvel's bringing back Jean Grey. But, <laughs> but what I did crowbarring your X Men news. Hey, what crowbar? We do a show about comic books. This is a comic book related story. Real quick, right? Before you... Yeah, we have no reviews. But I have a review. But before that, before your X Men read, uh, I do have a date. And it's uh, December 31st. Oh, what's her name? December 31st. <laughs> Kinky. What's his or her name? Okay, so, you know, end of the year. Yeah, I can't beat it in time. I'm going to delete it. You could just have it there as a memory. No, I need my space. I don't have an external hard drive, so. Yeah, that's why I haven't been playing Battle Chasers. Oh, okay. Because I want to, like, record everything, so. Right. It will, like, it records everything and then deletes it immediately after I press stop. Wait, what? It deletes after you press stop? Yeah, because I have no space in my hard drive. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So. Oh, there you go. You can go back to your Jean Grey. Jean Grey has, or is getting her own team of X-Men. Sounds amazing. X-Men Red. Yeah. Who's going to be in it? It is amazing. It is amazing. Um. I don't think they announced everyone that's on the team, but there is going to be, uh, I know. So then it's not really news, is it? Wait, why is it not really news? Because they don't tell you every person that's going to be on the team. Well, who did they, they tell you, you anybody on the team? No, yeah. I'm, look, I'm trying to tell you all you guys are, are like, who's on the team? Like, like listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you. So, uh, Nightcrawler's gonna be on the team. Uh friggin' um All New Wolverine is gonna be on the team. What? Mm-hmm. Is that X twenty three or is that Yes. Yeah, it's X twenty three. Yes. But she goes by Wolverine. I know. And her sister, which is in the comic. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Well, Joe, you know, the news isn't just for you, Joe. You understand that, right? Like, there's other no, people I'm listening. Just saying. We're, oh. just com- <laughs> we're just conferring that I know who that is. I know who that is. Uh, Who's her sister? Her, her name's Gabby. She's not actually a sister. She's, she's another, a clone. Yeah, she's another clone as well. A clone of Wolverine or a clone of hers? No, a clone of X-23. So a clone of a clone. What about Angel? What Is are her powers? Team? Um, she doesn't feel pain, and she does have, uh, she has a claw tooth. <laughs> um, yeah, she doesn't. She she only has so one claw. Stupid. It's actually not a bad character, honestly, which is ironic considering because it 
it sounds like it would be stupid, but if you were reading the book, you actually like you would you would like that character probably because it's a good character. Nah, nah. He's like, no, it's not a good character. I don't know. You might want to try reading it. Nah, I I gave Marvel a shot. Got it. Um, Namor is gonna be on that team as well. Um. <laughs> Why the uh, why the audible discuss Jay? Because he's useless. Namor yeah. and Jean Grey. Ugh. What what's wrong with it? I just really hate that pairing. I just do. It and disgusts me. It's like mayonnaise with salmon. Are you calling Jean Grey mayonnaise? You calling Namor salmon? It's just a weird I mix. I think that's the other way around. Jean Grey's salmon? Is it because her hair is red? Wait, but Namor's a fish. <laughs> it's just a weird mix. That's all it is. Uh, and then... Um, uh, Larry, you didn't change the scroll, did you? Change the what? The scroll? I don't... What do you mean? Uh, never mind. I'm not going to explain it to you again. Does he have a beard? Explain what to be again. You explained this. It's a reference from last week. But who else is on the team? Oh, okay. Uh, Gentle. Um, who you guys, you wouldn't know Gentle. He's like deep X-Men. He's no non-Jewish. Uh... No, not Gentile. You don't know who Gen- I know. Gentile. I know, I know exactly who you know, okay? <laughs> Look, you don't know gentle. I don't know any dude you would call gentle. <laughs> and then there's a uh, a new character called Trinary, and nobody knows anything about her yet. Look, nobody knows anything about gentle either. You mean it seemed like <laughs> Trinary is a thing? Like, <laughs> wait, people. There's some people that know who Gentle is. He's a mutant. He's from Wakanda. He's he's a decent character. Oh, yeah, I don't know Wakandans. No, see? You see how racist Joe is? Nobody yeah. knows Wakandans. Oh, people know Wakandan. Yeah, they know Black Panther. Hey, hey, they know Wakandan. They know, what's his face, Claw Guy. Claw's not from Wakanda. I don't know him. He you hangs around in Wakanda a the lot, claw. though. Like, he might as well be. Who? The that... Claw. You don't know... I don't... Joe, I know Dr. Claw. No, Joe. <laughs> Doctor. Remember Avengers arcade game? Mostly. Okay, you don't remember Claw? The I remember Whirlwind. <laughs> I love Whirlwind. I see, yeah, that's the only boss I remember. You don't remember the dude? In like the red and pink outfit with the satellite dish for a, a hand. No. Okay. That's claw. If they would re-release it on the virtual arcade, I would buy it and play it again. But they don't. Got it. So X Men Red. Yeah, sounds amazing. Why be... red? Because she's a redhead. Yeah. I'm assuming. Oh, is she can. I thought it was because she was going to have the red costume. What red costume? Her Dark Phoenix costume. Oh, no. She only wears that when she's the Dark Phoenix. 
I'm not stupid. What? It should be X Men Phoenix or something like that. I mean, or it should be X Men Gray, and then they wouldn't have to worry <laughs> about who's what yeah, they're wearing because it's Jean Gray. Yeah, Gray is a way better. Because there's like a bunch of Grays at the Institute now. Well, they could have made the team with all the Grays, and then it would have made sense. That would have been an interesting team, actually. Right, I know. So it'd be what, like Nate Gray and like and Rachel Gray and then Jean Gray and yeah. then like Cable. That works. That's a good team. That sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds better than Namor and Gentile <laughs> and One Claw Girl. <laughs> Like single claw, no pain. Like, <laughs> look, it's one like, I claw s- girl. Yeah, she just has one claw. The the X twenty four. Oh, okay. That's funny. So the more you clone Wolverine, the less claws you get. No, well, not I guess. Like, like if, if you if, if you clone X twenty four, you just get a nub. Right, like but, but if it's a male clone. You get extra. Wait, but Dokken doesn't have extra, does he? Well, he has three, but it's in a different spot, the third one. Well, yeah, but you could say the same thing about 23. She's got three. It's just one of them's in her toe. Well, Dokken has one in his toe, too. Yeah. Eh, another segment of wasted news. What? Red. X Men Red. Well, it's not really news. And then we came up with a gray team. Should it should call it X Men Ruby Quartz? No. No. No, like they're trying to make you forget the Ruby Quartz. So, um, what else? Any 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 more news stories about characters nobody cares about, Lawrence? Wow. Yeah, there's one right here. No uh, one ben Affleck about um, friggin' Jean Grey. Okay, got it. Got it. Ben Affleck wants to find a graceful and cool way to seg out of Batman. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to care about whether Ben Affleck wants to be or doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Yeah. Like his Batman wasn't that great. It looked good, but he had nothing to do with that. <laughs> That's funny. It's not his voice. It's not his muscles. It's not his like, voice. Her costume is red. Joe. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Joe. Joe, you be you. <laughs> it gets better, Joe. It, it, look, this is it. Don't Joe. let don't let Larry hold you down because of his own insecurities. <laughs> I love I love that you look at that costume and like it is red. I mean, it, there's red in it. Well, is he so. looking at? Is he looking at blue costume or something? It it has red in it's it. It's like red and blue. It's it's primarily blue, but 
there's red in it. Well, everybody is wearing red. Everyone is not wearing red. <laughs> no, I guess X24 isn't. Wait, which one's 24? The one above oh, 23. Oh, that's 23. I was, that's, I, yeah, I was looking at 23. I thought that was 24. And she has red in her X. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, but all they all have X-Men. the X. That, there's, Joe, if you, you know what? I'm just saying, I'm Jean, done. Trinary, and Nightcrawler are all wearing red. You see how this oh, Larry, Larry didn't say Nightcrawler was in it. I did. He did. You just weren't listening because, you know, you decided it wasn't worth you. Because we heard Namor, that's why. Is that Namor in the green in the back? Yes. yes. <laughs> why do they have to put scales on this costume? Are there scales in that costume? Yeah. yeah. It's because they're trying to take influence from Aquaman. I don't know how you could have what? an X Men red comic what and not put Omega Red in it. Influence. And who's the who's the dude with the is that Moses Magnum back? That's gentle. No. Oh. He has the same powers as a uh, as a uh, fuck. What's his name? As any other uncircumcised. What's his name, man? Lawrence? <laughs> Say his name. I, I can see why why Joe says that this costume's red. Didn't I tell you I was done? I told you I was done with you. I already told you. You started this, Lawrence. You, you, oh, you no. can't stop it. No, this thing that you guys are doing, I did not start. This, I didn't start. I was trying to do a, a, a new story actually about a comic book. And you all Why don't you doing try doing this. a review? Why don't you try doing a review? I prepared, but name? you didn't read it. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> I tried last week, too. I bought a whole trade paperback last week. Lord knows he tries. Damn it, what is his name? The Who? dude with the vibranium tattoos? Who? No, the guy with the forearms. Oh, forearm. No, from the apocalypse. Oh, you're talking about the friggin' Sugar Man. Yeah, Gentle has the same powers as Sugar Man. Which is forearm? (laughs) The power to annoy Lawrence. No, he changes his (laughs) muscle mass. Uh. (laughs) But why is he glowing like that? Oh, this art is terrible. I've seen worse. No, but that's the thing. It's like Marvel right now, it, you know, if I would have done my review on Spirits of Vengeance last week, uh, which is to say really my review of Royal City last week, was to say how the the big two are really just selling you mediocre art and selling it and you're, you're enjoying it like if it's good art. The end. Hmm. But this is the cover that's going to get you to want to buy this hype for this issue. Like, you think they would shell out some money and get somebody like Adam Kubert or somebody to do that, at least just for the press release, you know? Right. This cover doesn't make me want to buy this shit. It doesn't make me want to read it. it doesn't make me... This is actually a variant cover. The one when they're all, like, with... Okay, so what's the original cover? Because 
yeah, this is shit. The the original cover I'm looking at just has Jean Grey in it. Right. Well, and, and who does that? Oh, let's see. Travis Charest? C-H-A-R-E-S-T. Okay, that's a good cover. It's good art. I don't know. The inside's not going to look like that. I know that. It's not red enough, though. But, it, yeah, it, it definitely, like... Okay, that would make me want to buy that issue. I, why would the variant be... Larry, you're a Marvel guy. Are you still talking to us? Yeah, yeah, I'm ta- <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm still talking to you. Larry just buys white covers now. They don't make them anymore. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, they don't like. You know, it's not a. You know, they. What happened was a lot of people, mainly me, was buying every white cover, so they decided to raise the price, and then I stopped. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna pay more for a white cover that isn't worth more. You know, like. The, the dealer didn't pay more for that white cover. It wasn't an incentive to get that white cover. Wait, so are they still making them, but now they're just priced out? or I, I think they just don't order them. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're they priced get... out. People stop. People like you stop buying them, so now yeah. they don't order them. Okay. Right. I know they still come out because I, I joined the white cover group on Facebook. <laughs> 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 what is that funny? I think I'm in that group too, actually. Uh, so wait, is that a group where the people like show off the art that their white covers have gotten? They show off the art that they do, so they try to sell it through that group. Before you know, Facebook has a marketplace now, right? But before they used to just sell it in that group. So when they would buy, they would these artists would just buy every white cover in the store, and eventually they would have to liquidate everything because, you know, nobody's gonna buy the My Little Pony one from them for their art, you know, but they might want the blank one because they have a specific artist that they do want it. So they would sell, like, I bought something like twenty five white covers for like thirty bucks or forty bucks. Once from there. Yeah, but you're not you're not gonna get that many people to draw on them, are you? But I just well, eventually I will one day. You know, the goal is one day. But well, I now, now that you stop buying them, but I mean, we, at the time, I'm sure you were hey, every every month buying more. Hey, it was stuff that I actually needed too. Like the, there was it was a, a it wasn't just like one title. It was just one of each of the titles he had. You know, so he paired them off. Like he had five of this, five of this, and then so he made a a a pack of just one of everything, which had like Darth Vader, one of the Wolverine titles, you know, some of the Star Wars titles, you know, stuff that I couldn't find at conventions at the time or whatever. So I just bought the whole bunch, you know. Yeah, I threw away my some of the cover. Some of the DC ones were a little tough because they did charge more for them. They had that weird banner, like it was for charity or something. So those you couldn't find in the stores a lot. DC did a few, but then some of them were kind of dumb because it was a a white cover, but then the real cover was underneath it, so it was like an extra page. But I, I didn't mind that. Yeah, I didn't mind was... that because I could just take the white off and then frame it, you know, and still have a comic. But I never really cared about having the real comic 
of those, like, because they came, especially the Marvel ones, came with the digital code, so I could just get it on my phone and just frame the white cover once it was drawn on. Yeah. How much did they, do they charge to draw on a white cover? It depends on who, but I let's say mid range. Mid range, about 150, 200 bucks. Okay. I know a guy that was drawing X-Men and he had just started to get a lot of exposure from Marvel. But only Larry knew who he was. And he was already charging like 400 bucks. Right, Larry? Yeah. And he hadn't like... I don't know what happened. Like, is he doing anything now? Did they fire him because he was too good and too expensive? Um, no, I mean, I think he he's still doing work, if I'm not mistaken. Um... In fact, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's doing right now. But yeah, yeah, he was doing real good work back then. And judging from what I've read in Marvel so far, there's nobody doing good work in art wise. That's not true, Mo. Like there, there's some good artists that, like the dude. Actually, the dude that's doing that Jean Grey book is a good artist. Like he's did he work. did he do the main cover? No. No. Did he do the variant cover? No, no, no. Travis Cheris is doing the covers, and he's doing the interior. It's uh, what's his name? As Aswar. Aswar. Ribic. No, no, not Asad Ribic. No, no. His last name is Asrar. His name is uh, Mahmoud. Asrar Mahmoud. Mahmoud Asrar. It's like A S R A O. Here, I think we're gonna see hidden messages here. <laughs> He's watching Macaulay. Oh, wait, why? Why would you say that? that like, I mean, that why? with someone with a Mahmoud Ali last name. Okay, this guy's pretty good. He's good. He did those Supergirl books He's for good. New Fifty Two. So, Mark Millar announced a new kick-ass comic. Really? Yeah. It's uh, going to be a new person, though. It's a... It's like a, a reboot? No, it's a continuation. But it's a different person in a different place. It's a Patience Lee, a black military veteran with two young kids... Who fights crime in New Mexico? So it's an adult. Yes. And he probably won't get his ass kicked. Her. What? (laughs) 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 So uh, why he won't get her ass kicked? Why? Why is she gonna be kick-ass? She um, finds a costume in a trash bin. <laughs> I've been going through the slideshow of all the preview pics, and there are no story elements. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, is she, is she actually gonna be called kick-ass, or is she gonna be like inspired by kick-ass, like Hit Girl? Well, it's the same costume. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming 
Yeah, she's gonna go by Kick Ass. Is it gonna be John Romita Jr. still? Um, is this John Romita Jr. art? It is, but it's like the better John Romita Jr. art. Yeah. Not so yeah, John Romita Jr. art published under Image. That's how you know it's gonna be late. <laughs> Not because it's published under Image, but because it's the good John Romita Jr. art. Or depending on who you ask, the best art that John Romita Jr. can do. Right. So. Yeah, that should be interesting. That's fair. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, let's see. Um, we talked about Millar World so being sold to Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did we mention that Kingsman and Kick-Ass aren't part of that? I mean, I don't think we discussed that because I don't think we we knew that at the time. Or at least it wasn't announced at the time. But, I mean, I would assume, because since the rights are already sold, that they couldn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean... Realistically, though, I'm not sure that, uh, I mean, it, it would be nice maybe to have Kingsman or have that option, but mm. but I, I don't know that you necessarily need it. There's a lot of good stuff over there that's not, like, I don't even know that Kingsman or Kick-Ass are the best stuff. Like, like if you get, like, Jupiter's Legacy on there. Right. Like, that's all you need. Um, I'm not even going to... Like, my favorite is Superior. Superior? But, and then wa- Wanted's, like, ready for a reboot anyway. Is that... uh In that? That's been the Millar World, like... That's the first Millar World, like, thing. Or second. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, if they can redo Wanted, that would be amazing. Well, there's, there's Wanted, Next Testament. Is it Next Testament? It's the one that was the sequel to the Bible. That was on Dark Horse. That's Miller World too. Oh. And then you know, uh, another sleeper is a uh, Starlight. Yeah, but uh, you know, what's that mean? Right, right, right. Nobody, no, nobody likes that. That's that's too highbrow. How is Starlight highbrow? Friggin I mean, name one other person than you that read it. I I don't know if there's anybody other than me that read it. That's why I said it's a sleeper. But it's not high. It's not a highbrow story. I mean, it's like literally like a guy passes prime trying to be a hero again. It's pretty- mm, sounds hoity-toity. <laughs> <laughs> It's like totally like that's that's why I say it's like a sleeper because it, it's probably the least um like layered thing that that Miller's done in a in a long time. 
just because it's like it's just like really it's pretty straightforward like there's no there's not a lot of subtext yeah and empress oh i forgot about empress damn you always forget about empress what are you talking about joe yeah the other day didn't larry didn't joe mention her and you're like who's empress no that definitely didn't happen and he said it's from Young Justice. Like, definitely not in relation to a Miller World or the Miller World book. I know that. No, it was in relationship to DC. But still, you forgot about her. I I don't know who Empress is. Yeah, like you could have said the Miller World chick. Are you talking about, no, but Empress is not, it's like a book. So, Damn. Uh, Miller World has a uh, Chrononauts too. Yeah, but those I think that series was sold already too. Is that the one with the caveman? No, I don't think so. Which one's the caveman one? That's Spaceman. Oh, uh... I don't think he's a he's a caveman. He's just an evolved. Monkey, they sent it to space. Well, no, they all look like, or like half the population look like cavemen, and they all speak ter- like in a way that's terrible to read. Yeah, that's spaceman. Yeah. Oh yeah, they speak in like leet speak amalgamation, which was kind of prophetic to how people speak now on Instagram. All these books you guys are talking about sound awful. Hey, wait, first of all, I didn't say anything about any of the books except for the one. And that joint, like, it was like such a small synopsis. You can't be like, oh, that book sounds awful for that. It's like, we're just saying titles. Oh. Well, you describe it awful. <laughs> yeah, I think Universal has the rights for Chrononauts. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure. I know because I have the I bought the trade paperback, and then once I saw that it was being made into a movie on the trade paperback, I just threw the shit out. A movie about a donut and a croissant hybrid. Yeah. Sounds awful. Uh, the dude that's going to be playing Captain Marvel. Levine? Yeah. Uh, Levi. Zachary Levy. Oh, uh, Levi, yeah, it- he uh, he says uh, the hope is that it's gonna feel like the movie big but with superpowers. Why would that idiot say that? No, dude, such a because he's an idiot. Such a bad description. So you're gonna have to have the heart of that the heart of that kind of Tom Hanks of the kid in you. And he said it with the you know he was being interviewed by that piece of shit, Sam Rubin. On KTLA five or CW five now. Oh, but yeah. So wait, what? Why is Sam Rubin a piece of shit? Oh, he's terrible. But Sam, Rubin I mean, mistook... He's the one that mistook Samuel uh, L. Jackson for Lawrence Fishburne. Fuck right, that dude. But I Hate hated him. him from before that. Like he used to have a show on KLSX after Howard, but before Danny Bonaducci. 
and he was just a piece of shit for an hour. Like it was a whole hour of him being a piece of shit. He talks shit of people who collect comics, and now he's over here talking to Zachary Levy about Shazam the movie. <laughs> like fuck Sam Rubin. I hope his pussy rots out. That sounds gross. <laughs> like he's the first transgender on TV. Like I'm not even saying that as an insulting thing. What? I'm actually giving him credit for being ahead of the time. <laughs> what? He he's either transitioning or he needs some like some real like restorative hor- hormone therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's got tits on his neck. <laughs> what? That's how much estrogen he has. Oh, as a geez. dude. Oh yeah, man. Fuck Samu. And I already cleared it. He's not related to Scott Rubin. <laughs> hilarious. Right. Play that funky music, Larry. I'm out. No, we can't even hear it, huh? I don't. Oh wait. Do I? I do actually have that, don't I? You know yes, what? No, I'll, I'll I'll put it in post. Okay. Jay, give me some final thoughts. Um. Well, I guess we ran out of time for reviews, but I was gonna review Wildstorm number seven. And uh, it's a good book. Marlo's. You back. can review it if you want. I just, I just felt like it would be a good point to end it with my anger tantrum. But I could go for a review. No, I'm just real quick. Like it's a uh, Marlo's back, and the assassination attempt didn't go well. But he wasn't assassinated for, or they didn't try to assassinate him for the reason they think they did. So they got to go back and figure all that shit out. But it's it's pretty good. Like, it's definitely worth the read. Lord. Uh, Moses Magnum, final thoughts? Yeah, I guess I'll just leave it as fuck, Sam Rubin. <laughs> and Zachary Levy, too. I hate that guy. Like, that's more of the reason I hate him being cast as Captain Marvel is because I just hate him. Okay, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, he's, I guess what I would call Hollywood geek. Like, that's who they want to portray as what to represent geek culture. Mm-hmm. And it's not right. Oscor, final thoughts. You know, go watch Justice League on IMAX with my pants down. Uh, okay. Because of Aquaman, not because of the sexy uh, Amazons. Word. And for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, feel free to join our Facebook group. Uh, Make sure you're not a bot. Feel free to 
follow us on Twitter. Tell us what you want us to talk about and what you want us to review. And, uh, yeah, with that said, until next week, we're out.